everybody and their neighbor. Welcome back to Gear and Gigs. I'm your host, Jet Stone. So glad you guys could stop by today. Stacy's Ben's with me. We're, we're going to be testing some pedals. Stacy, how you doing? Good. How are you doing today, Jet? Good. Glad to see you. Stacy's still in Texas for a little bit. He's hanging out in his uh, in his uh, Texas abode, playing some guitar. So we thought we'd rope him in for some some pedal review or a comparison. Or well, we're just talking about pedals. So today we're going to talk about a pedal called the Dane, which is a Thorpey pedal that Danish Pete worked together with uh, to try to come up with uh, his own signature thing. So it's an overdrive and a boost in one pedal, which is very cool. Kind of suits his 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 tele performance and that kind of thing. Um, and inside the first, I think it was, was it 200 units, I think? Inside the first 200 units, uh, Danish Pete would write you a little message inside, in, in, actually inside the chassis. So this one is actually one of those that actually has that in there. And uh, I'll flash it on the screen here, what it says. Oh, okay. I'd be a little nervous to see what Danish Pete actually says sometimes. <laughs> right, right. Well, as you can see, it's, it's nice in this case. Not too bad, just a little thing. But, you know, one of the one of the cool limited editions. It's a cool pedal. It's well-built. Right. Thorpey makes some great stuff. And uh, I'm super fond of this. But as regular viewers of the show will know now, Stacy's not a pedal guy. And especially when it comes to overdrives, distortions, that kind of thing, he's just all amp and no pedal. So it's my job as a pedal guy to try to convince him the pedals are okay. He should give them a shot, maybe occasionally look at one. So we're going to do that. So we're going to try to sell Stacy the pedal. All right. All I'm right. ready. Are you ready? Yeah, All right. yeah. All right, now, now Danish Pete also uses many times uh, his Les Paul. He's a big Les Paul guy, so I'm going to go ahead and play a Les Paul today. I've got a uh, an R8, a Gibson 58 reissue, uh, pretty just stock, nice, fairly new. Um, going through the Dane directly, and then we're going to go over into this uh, Marshall Class 5, which we've been using for a few reviews lately. It's a nice, basic-sounding amp. It overdrives pretty quick and pretty nice, and uh, we've just got the EQ kind of just set, bare, barely adjusted just to give us a little bit of character through there. So uh, we've got it mic'd up with a tube mic. We're running into a liquid channel over here that's doing the Neve Desk simulation, going into uh, a Digico S31 console for its A to D converters, and then straight to your ears. So... Let's let's listen to the straight sound first. Nothing to complain about there. Good basic Les Paul through a clean Marshall. All right, so now I'm going to kick on the Dane. As I said, it's got a, a boost side and a gain side. Let's look at just the boost side first, because I really like the boost side. And one of the things I've noticed about the Dane is it seems to have a bottom end push, a little bit of a bottom end push, which I think was is probably because he played a telly so often that he wanted a little bit more bottom end on the boost. So even at its lowest setting, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit of a kick in the bottom end. Uh, there is a low end adjustment on the boost. There's an actual knob for low end adjustment, so you can decide how much low end you want. But even at the lowest setting, it's still doing something. But the boost is very, very natural. So I'll, I'll set it flat or uh, all the way down, and then we'll slowly roll it up. Now that's. Uh 
that's about three quarters of the way up on the gain but the boost is or excuse me the low end is all the way down so now i'm going to take the gain back to about 50 percent and then start rolling the, the boost or the low end up It's got a lot. It's really got a lot of bottom end, but I find it to be, and you can tell me what you think, but I find it to be really musical. Even at its, you know, overwhelming spots, it still, you could, you could use it. It'd still be okay. It doesn't ever get stupid. It doesn't get uh, out of hand. Yeah. When you first started to play, I'm not quite sure what you were sweeping up, but it, uh, there's a spot right before it got kind of flubby that was really oh. great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was the low end. And uh, I, I've got it about halfway right now. I mean, it's almost, you know, an overdrive on its own when you set it that high. And as I said, everything on the boost right now is straight up. So I'm going to go out of the boost and I'll go to the overdrive side. Tone, volume, drive. Your basic overdrive settings. So I will put the tone in the middle. I will start the drive all the way down and I'll adjust volume as we go to kind of make it work. Boost off. I'll, I'll play clean first without and then I'll kick it in. So that's all the way up the drive. But the tone seems a little dark, so I'm gonna knock the tone up just a hair. Well, what's really uh, interesting before you do that is uh, it, the, the more you pushed it, it didn't seem to get louder, which is uh, interesting. It could be a function of the amp as well. Yeah. It may just squash out because it's a you know, five watt amp, so it so, may just be squashing right. out. It may do something a little bit different in a bigger amp, but you're right. There's not a ton. In fact, I didn't even adjust the volume. There's not a ton of volume difference at all, uh, mm -hmm. which is actually kind of cool because you, know, you don't need it. You can use the boost for more of a volume thing, which it definitely does volume on the boost side. Thank you. 
I like the fact that it, uh, you can hear the individual notes real, real clearly. The pick attack comes through with a lot of chirp and stuff. It doesn't just mush it, squash it, flatten it. It, it kind of like keeps all your character, but just gives you a little bit more of everything. At least, at least that's what it feels like. I'm going to try kicking in the boost on top of the, the overdrive this time. ton of that liquidy juicy goodness when you kick them both in like that and start go to the neck pick them start playing up high it uh, it feels ampy i mean it really feels very ampy it feels about the same as the amp honestly can you uh guitar down and it have a uh, clean up let's try term you used a little bit ago, ampy. Uh, that's actually the biggest thing that I feel like uh, I, I really like just a guitar into the amp because well, it ampy. lets you do it. <laughs> <laughs> By definition, it you, that is the most ampy. It, well, it lets you turn the guitar down for the, um, you know, the rhythm parts of the song. And, uh, and then when the solo happens, you just use the guitar and turn it up. But sometimes... You don't get quite enough. You need a little boost, right? A boost. So. Well, this is kind of a, this is a nice way to take a single channel amp like the class five and kind of right. get it three channels. You know, you got a mm -hmm. nice uh, lead channel by hitting, kicking on the boost with, with the distortion and then a nice rhythm channel and then a nice clean and you can balance out the volumes. Really? very transparent feeling you know i mean you can you can dial it back you can dial it back with your with your guitar but all all the time it never seems like 
So many times when you play through an overdrive pedal, it's like a veil has come over your guitar and you're fighting through the veil to get the guitar back. You know, you got the game, but you've lost the guitar. This never loses right. the guitar. It just kind of like gives you the game. And that's what I really like about it. It's like he really thought about it carefully and really made something I think that, that's super usable in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and that's another thing that um, exactly what you're talking about is that I, not a, I'm not a pedal denier. Right. But uh, definitely the, uh, sometimes I've had pedals that are just like, I don't know. Sure. sure. I'd rather have the have I'd just rather have the guitar, right? But I mean, uh, this is uh, quite a bit uh, different than uh, you know a uh, yellow uh, overdrive box, right? I like a Distortion Plus or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. Distortion Plus, right? Like a Boss overdrive is sort of like, well, well, that that's got that sound, and then you right. don't really want it on all the time. Right. Well, let's try another guitar real quick through it, too, to make sure that the character of the guitar okay. actually does come through. So let me pop that off. For we'll try a Tele next, because that's uh, another thing that Danish Pete likes to play. This is a custom shop, um, Abigail Ibarra, or Ibarra pickups. And uh, other than that, just a nice kind of a lightweight Tele. All right, here's our straight sound. So now I'm going to go, we'll do the same thing. I'll go to the boost side first, kind of run through some of the settings on that, and then I'll, we'll, we'll come back and then I'll do the distortion side. Suck. Yeah, the reverb, uh, uh, by the way, is coming from the board. Uh, it's just digital mm -hmm. reverb. Um, but yeah, it's got a certain um, clarity. It's just open. Open is a good word. It's very open. Mm -hmm. And the, I think the guitar still sounds like the guitar. It mm -hmm. didn't, you know, it still had that, that same character that it had when it was clean. It's just more of it. All right, let's try the overdrive side.
I really like how the open strings, in fact, nothing ever gets harsh. It never gets too dirty or grainy or gritty or anything like that. I mean, it has that, but it doesn't, it doesn't become only that. The note fundamentals are there. You know, the, 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 the sound of the guitar, the note, the musicality part is still there. It's just mm -hmm. overdriven. As opposed to some of them, uh, for instance, a Distortion Plus sometimes can just add a lot of on top of it without, you know, <laughs> yeah. boosting the bottom end feels so much. Right. You know? And it, right. it works in certain cabinets with certain amps and, and in certain bands. But I just find this one to be eminently usable in almost any kind of a situation. And, it, you know, Les Paul to Telly, it's almost the same setting. You don't have to mess with it too much. Well, yeah, I was going to ask that about the Telly because, uh, you know, Les Paul needs less. Uh, less gain or less boost because it's already got quite a bit of uh, gain and boost going on. But sometimes a telly or a strat, you got needs a little bit of help, especially you know. And this is not a hot. So, these are not hot pickups at all. No, no, those are uh, those. You said the Abigail Yabara yeah. pickups, huh? Yeah. So they're not. They're not particularly hot. They're very, very wow. vintage sounding. They just. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They just overdrive so sweet with this thing. I'm gonna try both Which, now. I haven't tried it both yet. Both the boost and the overdrive with this. just a nice pleasant easy to use tool for recording or live that's what i think okay final verdict mm. from stace well i think that one would be uh very versatile and uh, kind of a keeper it sounds really good so um uh -huh. you know it's the keeper award nice <laughs> well because uh you know you if you're covering a, a boost and a uh you know a, distortion kind of uh in one little footprint like that that's not bad either that's true it's not not a lot of real estate on the pedal board it's pretty small yeah. and it's very lightweight too i mean you know we don't often think about the weight of pedals as we haul things <laughs> around but you get six seven eight pedals on the, on a board on a metal board or something it can start to be mm -hmm. hefty this is not going to weigh you down it's super lightweight it's all yeah. uh it seems like it's all uh stamped construction i mean it's really nice i mean it's really well done bent metal and uh and just solid it's really solid the paint job is really yeah. cool. it's a nice finish anodized purple it's really cool sometimes wow. i will say that because the control names as you saw earlier are hard to read because they're engraved if you don't have good light it can be a little hard to read the controls once you learn where they are it's you know clearly no big deal but at first you may have a, a couple of difficult times under bad lighting so you, know, mm -hmm. you could always get out a you know what do they call those little little things that you can put the, the, the letters on a piece of tape and stick it on there. Yeah, yeah. Done done that before. I forget what those <laughs> things are called. Those little machines. Uh, they do uh, those label things. maker. Label yeah, maker. There you go. You can always label yeah. maker or, or whatnot. All right. It's yeah. labeled a keeper. The Dane from Thorpey. 
Yeah, yeah, I would uh, I would probably put one of those on my non-existing pedal board. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this. The sound of the machine, very good. Like it a lot. Uh, thanks for joining us. And for Stacy Ben, I'm Jed Stoll. See you next time on Gear Gates. Facebook, Twitter, and of course YouTube.